Hello everyone. Oh my god. I love Lizzie so much. She just I don't know how she has such a way with words, but dang, this girl. Like when you ask her a question, she literally just answers it so well and she's just so smart and so lovely to talk to. I love this episode so much. I love her podcast. I listen to it all the time. Every single time there's a new episode, I'm on that thing right away. Um, go show her some love, okay? I'm gonna have her Instagram and her podcast linked in the show notes. Show her some love, y'all. She's such a good soul. She's such a pure, genuine person, and I just, I cannot wait to have her back on. Also, I want to mention, always sipping on my mushroom coffee. You already know, forsigmatic.com. Use the code bougieveganmama for 10% off. Okay, enjoy! Hi everybody, I'm here with my friend Lizzie. I feel like we've known each other for so long and we just kind of stumbled across each other again um, through Instagram and now she's on a fitness journey that I'm so excited for you guys to hear. Um, So yeah, if you just want to get started, Lizzie, let us know um, how you got started into the fitness community, um, where you are now, just go for it. Okay, so hi guys. Um, you can follow me on Instagram, um, LizBFit. <laughs> I just started a podcast, just like Ashley, trying to you know get us um, inspired over here. Um, but I would say I didn't really get into fitness until probably college, so maybe like four years ago. Um, uh, I played sports growing up, but I was never good at anything. <laughs> I wasn't coordinated, um, and then I started lifting. Um, a little bit in high school, and then when I got to college, I started lifting more, um, and I kind of just gave me, like, purpose, like, I feel like I had no purpose to anything, um, and it kind of, like, um, when I was having a bad day, like, it was always something that would, like, kind of, like, boost in my mood, so at first, it was kind of just more like an outlet, and then it kind of became more of, like, a passion, um, so I have a bachelor's degree in exercise science and I'm now working on my master's degree. I'm almost done. Um, so when I started to learn more about like the science and the nutrition and like the other aspects and like the psychological aspects, um, I think I started to get even more interested. And then I created my Instagram like over a year, a little over a year ago to kind of like spread the knowledge and like let people know more about my journey. So, yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Um, and now you're preparing for a b- girl. I just... I I just don't understand how, like, you are preparing for a bikini competition. Yeah, so I was supposed to have my show in May, and then that got canceled, everything going on. So now my show is moved to October. So right now I'm on a diet break, um, but I was, before prepping for the show, I was, like, maybe, like, 10 weeks out. So, like, you're reduced calories, you're, like, on a strict um, strict workout plan. Um, like you can't really drink, like you can't eat out, like you have to track everything you eat, you weigh yourself every single day. Um, but right now I'm going to diet break. So I'm just kind of maintaining my weight, but I'll be eventually starting prep again in about a month. And then I'll go back to that. And then for the show, you like get up in a bikini and like you pose and like, it's, yeah, it's nerve wracking, but there's definitely a mental component to it. That's the thing. Like I never realized that because my weight was hitting a plateau and you know, I wasn't sleeping and I feel like I was extra crabby. So like definitely have to make sure you're, you're in the right like mental state. That's why I think it's kind of good, especially with everything going on that it got canceled because I'm not in the right mental state. So, <laughs> <laughs> so 
why and how did you get into that? Is it around here? I think I yeah, asked so you. Yeah, so it's going to be in the Lehigh Valley. So it's in downtown. It's like at the, uh, it's one of the cathedrals down in downtown downtown. But I got into it because my one friend um, who I go to school with, she's really into body, women's bodybuilding. And she, she would always joke around with me about it. And I'm like, oh, that's like, I would never do that. But she said she would coach me. And she knows the whole science behind it. And the problem is these girls do it, but they don't know anything on how to do it. And you really need to have a strategic plan. So she's been helping me with everything. So she kind of convinced me and I was like, why not? Like, I might as well just try it. If I don't like it, then I don't have to do it again, but I might as well just give it like a ch- give it a shot. So yeah. So that's kind of how I got into that. So it's definitely an interesting thing to do, but. Yeah. So it's going to be your first show, right? Yeah. It'll be my first show and then we'll see how it goes. And um, I've been meeting with like a posing coach. Um, she's like famous she's from like LA I've been like Skyping with her. So like all that stuff. So yeah, we'll definitely see how it goes, but I have time. I have time to prepare till October. So, so can I go to it? Yeah, you can come. Yeah. Anyone can come. Oh my God, yeah. girl. Yeah, I give you props. Like I can't even like your confidence. You got to be so confident in yourself. I can't even like that scares me so much. <laughs> yeah, you got to fake it till you make it. <laughs> yeah, it's That's so hard. cool. Thank you. Um, so what do you win? Do you is it like a competition? Competition? Like is there first place? Like what do you win? Yeah. So they have places you you have to. I think you have to win a certain amount of shows to get your pro card. And then once you get your pro card, I think you can like win like actual like trophies and stuff. But for this, this would be like a beginner thing. So basically, it's just kind of like the satisfaction of knowing you like went through all that and like placed. But they like have different categories based on like height and like experience level. So it's not like I'm going to be up against all these girls who've done like ten other shows because then that would be like bullshit like but yeah no yeah so just kind of like more of a like a I think like a satisfaction like within yourself like you have that intrinsic motivation um to kind of just like feel like you succeeded in something so I feel like that's why I wanted to do it kind of keeping me sane because I have like an end goal now so gives me something to work towards so yeah that's good anyone can come (laughs) That is so cool. I definitely want to go. I hope yeah. that you can go to the one in October because, I mean, they're saying that this virus might last till like, 2021. Like, I know. I know. That's why I'm like, oh, my God, if it gets pushed again. But no matter what, I told my coach, I was like, I absolutely want to do a show. So even if that one gets pushed, I still have plans on doing whatever the next one is. I'm going to plan on doing it. So Wow. You That's go, like, girl. <laughs> whatever that will be. <laughs> Maybe 2021. <laughs> yeah. So you're, like, you're working out at home now, right? Yes. Not like you're stopping working out. How do you stay motivated? Like what workouts do you do? I know you do like body weight stuff, but Mm -hmm. how do you stay motivated to work out at home? Yeah. So I, I kind of just work it in my day. So like I make like a to-do list and I always put it down and I kind of, it's just such a natural part of my routine that it's like, it's like weird to not work out. So I try to keep try to do one like I'll like well, I have a treadmill so if it's like not nice I'll just walk on the treadmill or run or whatever or I'll go outside but um I try to do that like beginning of the day or later in the day and then vice versa I'll do um I'll lift I'll do weights I have bands just like resistance bands I've I have light dumbbells I have like 15 pound dumbbells um I try to do like high reps on everything um I get ideas from like Instagram or kind of make what I'll do is I'll take a sticky note and I'll just write down my workout and then I'll just cross it off as I go along and then it forces me to follow what I wrote down um but I have an apple watch so I like to use that kind of like as motivation I try to get 10,000 steps in every single day and I have since 
over the last four weeks, every single day. So that's my motivation. If I don't get those steps in, I'm mad at myself. So, <laughs> so I, that that's a good motivation. But yeah, I think you just have to like, it, it's good stress reliever too. Like I always feel better. You'll never feel worse after a workout. So even if you just go for a walk or a bike ride, I feel like you should just try to do something at this point because you're gonna go stir crazy if you don't get your body moving so yeah so I've been trying to like just do as much as I can be creative as possible but I know it's hard but you have to everyone's making do with what they have so you know yeah today I felt so like I felt so tired and then I was like I'm gonna work out because like why not um and my friend like she sent me like this like three different workouts and I never, I always work, like, my legs and my butt. Like, I never work anything else. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, thinking to myself, like, why am I doing that? Like, I'm not strong, like, in my arms. Like, I need to work <laughs> my arms out. Like, why am I not doing it? So I don't have any, like, I have a kettlebell, but it's, like, mm-hmm. 10 pounds. And then, like, Brayden brought home a 20-pound bag of rice. So I'm, like, sitting here, like, doing, like, reps. Yeah, <laughs> Hey, you gotta do what you gotta do. I've seen so many people doing that. Be creative. I know. 20, but pounds. I, 20 pounds is 20 pounds. I know. I felt so good after though. Like you're so right. Like every time I work out, I feel so good afterwards. Right. You're never, you're never going to feel worse after. And just especially with like hormones and everything. It's just, I feel like it's just beneficial for everybody <laughs> and their mind. Yeah. So what's your normal fitness routine? Like if you're going to the gym, not, not home workouts. Okay. Yeah. So usually it depends. Um, since I was prepping for the show, my coach had me on a certain plan. So I was doing like, I think I was doing like upper body, like twice a week. And then I was doing lower body workouts three times a week. And then I do cardio usually like every day. So I usually work out like five to six days a week. And then I lift like five days, but it depends. Um, when, before my show, I was kind of doing like full body workouts, lower body, upper body. Like I kind of just mix it up. I kind of, it depends on my mood, but um, it kind of depends on your personal goals too, what works best. I usually think like three lower body and two upper body are pretty good for me because I like to focus on my lower body. So it kind of splits it. So it depends, but yeah, usually it's what I've been doing, but yeah, my routine usually varies. Like I do like, you know, like squats and lunges, um, deadlifts. I'll do like um, those are like my main like compound lifts. Um, I'll do like chest and shoulders, like a lot of accessory stuff, but yeah, I usually follow some kind of structure because you don't have structure. You go to the gym and you have no idea what you're doing. So then it's like, you just waste your time. So I try to plan accordingly if I can. Yeah. Tying into that. So now for someone who's never been to the gym, like Mm -hmm. me (laughs) how okay someone who's terrified like so scared just feel like everybody's gonna watch them and like they just don't know what they're doing they don't know what to do and like they don't know how to work some machines and they're scared that people are gonna judge them like what is your advice to be confident in the Mm -hmm. gym my advice is I think you can like always benefit from listening to music so put your headphones on and kind of like put on your favorite playlist or like big booty remix I always listen to that but like listen to music and just kind of like zone out because I feel like then you kind of get in your own like your own personal bubble and I think as too as you have to realize people are always going to stare people are always going to look like you you could be doing something right and they could be staring you could be doing something wrong and they could be staring so you don't know the difference but if you don't know how to do something I would just ask somebody um or ask like somebody who's working there because then you'll feel a little bit more comfortable but I think it takes time you just have to kind of like 
it sounds bad, but you kind of just have to suck it up and just kind of have to do it because otherwise, if you wait until you're ready, you'll be waiting for the rest of your life. So you just kind of have to like get in there, put your music on, you know, wear a cute outfit, like, you know, whatever, have a good pre-workout snack or a post-workout snack to motivate you and just kind of like get started. That's just kind of how I did it. I just zone out. I don't even look at other people. I'm just like focusing on what I'm doing. So that's probably the best way to go, to be honest. Cliche, but true. Yeah. When you posted, I I think it was like a few months ago or last year or something. And you were like saying, like, think about like, just plan a nice post-workout snack and like that will get you through your workout. I, that changed my workouts, guys. Yeah, like, like that really did. When I'm working, I'm like, man, I can't wait to eat. <laughs> right? That's what I mean. It's, then you have motivation or like have plans for after the gym or something. So like, motive, you know, push yourself through. Because once the worst part is getting there, that's the hardest part is getting to the gym. But once you're there, like you're there, so you're gonna have to do it. So you might just get it over with <laughs> and not waste your time. <laughs> Yeah, I have some girlfriends and they're like, I go to LA Fitness and and all these guys stare at me the whole time. I'm so uncomfortable and like I just I I hate it and I don't know what to do. But it's just I don't know. I just I get freaked out. That's like everywhere you go. People stare no matter what. I mean you go out and people are going to stare at you. I mean, it's just, you just have to kind of learn to like filter out. And like, if a guy tries talking to you or someone tries talking, you just ignore them. Like just like, Oh, I can't hear you. Sorry. Like my headphones are too loud. <laughs> Basically what I do. <laughs> okay. What are your favorite workouts? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I like to squat like every girl. I like to do squat. I like lower body ac- exercises. I also like hit. So it's like high intensity interval training. So doing like short workouts, but they're like high intense. So um, high intensity. So like I'll do like like on YouTube, they have like different stuff like burpees and like I don't know, jumping jacks, like things like that. Um, that I think is like probably the most fun. I mean, nothing's fun because it. I'm saying working out's like a chore, but I mean it's not always. It's, you're gonna have days where you're like, eh, I don't feel like it. But um, yeah. So I like to do like yeah, lower body stuff. I like to do everybody. I'm gonna say. A little bit of everything. You know, I like to mix it up. I get bored if I do the same thing. So I just try to mix up as much as possible. But I like cardio too. Like I like to like just go for walks, walking on an incline, elliptical, stairmaster, really, really anything, <laughs> basically. Yeah, I when I work out at home, sometimes like I've caught myself doing like the same like six workouts. Even though, like, you sent me so many, people send me so many workouts, but I just, like, want to do the same ones because they're, like, you know, it's harder because I don't have equipment right now. Like, I lost my resistant bands, and, I mean, I have a kettlebell, but I don't have, like, weights, and I know there's, like, bodyweight ones, but I don't have that much room either. Like, my living room's kind of small. Right. So, so I caught myself doing the same things, and I'm, like, oh, my God, I need to do more, and it really does get old. Like, you guys have to switch it up. Yeah, that's why I usually go on Instagram, like, try to find other ideas, Google, like, different ideas, because, like, if you do the same thing, you're just, you're gonna have no motivation, then you're just gonna end up doing nothing, so anything's better than nothing, so you might as well just try to, like, do something you enjoy, at least at this, in this situation, what's going on in this world, just do what you enjoy for the time being, because you kind of have limited stuff to begin with, so even if you're just, like, going for walks, just go for a walk, <laughs> just go for a walk. Okay, so this is the question that every girl wants to know. I asked you this probably like 80 times. <laughs> How can you build your booty? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. So um, a lot of girls, I have a lot of people that ask me. This. So basically, you have to be eating enough. So if you're eating in a deficit, so you're burning more calories than you're um, taking in, 
you're not going to see that progress because you're not eating enough and you're not fueling enough. So you have to be eating properly. You have to be eating enough protein. Um, you also have to be lifting pretty heavy, um, which for some, you know, some people as of right now is probably not the best scenario. So you just have to try to maintain. Um, but you want to progressively overload. So basically your body wants homeostasis. It wants that equilibrium. And when you work out and you put under stress, it's going to disrupt that homeostasis. Um, and, but what's going to happen is if you continue to do the same things, you're eventually your body's going to adapt. So you have to continue to level up. If that makes any sense. Like you have to keep putting the weight up. Like you can't be squatting the same weight for a period of time. You have to continue, continually to progressively overload. So um, it takes a combination of diet, and exercise. Um, because when I was eating in a deficit, like I wasn't really noticing huge glute gains. I was getting like some definition, but I wasn't like getting a big ass because I was under eat. I wasn't eating a lot. So now I'm at maintenance. So it's, you know, I'm a little better, but yeah, you definitely have to make sure you're eating enough, eating enough protein, you know, base your meals around protein. Um, and you know, lifting enough when you can, as of right now, you know, just make do with what you can. But when you go to the gym, you know, try to keep, keep track of the weight you're doing and try to go up progressively so yeah that's my best advice <laughs> that's probably what anybody will tell you but yeah some of these girls on instagram have fake asses so i can tell you that <laughs> you can't compare yourself to them <laughs> yes and this girl she messaged me and she said like because i wanted to gain weight and she said i should take something that starts with an a but i can't remember what it's called but it's like something in like an orange box that all these girls are taking to gain weight and they, like it all it goes to your butt or something i need what? to find what it's called oh, that's not true that's definitely not real that's oh so man i really want you to know what it is because you probably know it um hold on a second it's an orange box it's like a pet a pet a oh i don't want to say it. Oh, a minute. <laughs> <laughs> okay i don't even know what it is so we wouldn't know a difference it's like I don't know if it what it is, but apparently it works. Um, but I wouldn't take it because it's okay. Here it is. A pet. A pet. Hold on a second. I can't see because she's in her. Is that on Instagram that you see this? A pediment. A pediment. I never heard of that. No, I never heard of that. It says. Cry. Kypro. Oh, I'm not even gonna try to say that. Is that on Instagram? Send it to me. Yeah, I'll send it to you. Well, I'm going to send you this girl's page because, they, I mean, I I just don't want to take mass gainer. Like, I don't like that stuff. Like, it I don't, I don't either. It's okay. I don't, I don't take any supplements. I literally don't take anything. As of right now, I'm, I'm not taking anything. I'm not a huge, I'm not a supplement person. I never have been. And a lot of this stuff has like fillers in it, a lot of chemicals. So it's not, it's not really good to take in the first place. Okay. Yeah, so I just sent you... Well, I'm going to send it now. I'm making sure I'm saying it's the right person. I just sent you her page, but if you go under, like, the gains, like, go to her profile and then go to the gains um, highlight story, and okay. it's, like, a little bit in, but um, keep oh clicking God. until you see the mass gain, serious mass in the box, and then she's talking about it, It's and then just keep going, and it'll be, like... Oh, I, I see the serious mass gains, Yeah. But oh, everybody takes that. Everybody. I know so many girls that take that. I got to look that up. I'm not taking it, though. <laughs> I've, I've never heard of that. Really? Oh, my God. No. A pediment. <laughs> what is this? This is news to me. No, I have not seen this. I mean, I don't. I mean, hmm, yeah, I don't like the sound of it at all. 
It says it's a vitamin syrup that's claimed to aid weight gain. It contains cryprof. I don't know how to say it. Um, but oh, it increases your appetite. Hmm. I mean, I wouldn't do that just because I'm. Yeah. See, scared. I just, I just don't like. I mean, I don't really know much about it. So I mean, I don't really know, but. I don't see the purpose in that. Like, I feel like there's other ways to do it correctly. Does that make sense? Like, I feel like that's not, that's why I don't like supplements because I feel like there's ways to do it the right way and there's ways to do it the wrong way. And I know the right way may take longer, but it's probably better for you long-term and for your health. So I would say no to that (laughs) regardless. But. It just looks like a fake website, like that the things from. Probably- I don't. I wouldn't trust it. But I mean, that's what a lot of girls take, and and it's all on YouTube, all on Instagram. Like, oh, that drives me. And do you ever see like the waist trainers, like the sweat? <sighs> that is so bad. That does that. All that does is dehydrate you. So you, when you go on the scale, yeah, you're gonna be lighter because you're dehydrated. You know, you're losing water weight. It does nothing. It, it doesn't make you skinnier. It doesn't like so stupid just sweat normally like you don't need that it's a scam they just want your money like that's it like they aren't gonna help you but yeah yeah, no that stuff there's so much out there and that's the problem like there's so much information out there then people don't know the difference like you at least are like kind of skeptical where some people like oh sure i'll just buy it like it'll work like they don't even read about it like you have to do your research before you try anything yeah people want like quick fixes people want the quick gains and like i just oh, freaks me out like i never will buy mass gainer like yeah maybe protein powder and stuff but like mass gainer just scares me like the like there's the the name of it is like doesn't seem natural to me yeah and no, I, I just that. i just it gets scary but um okay back on what we were talking about <laughs> um so what you're saying with eating more yes 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 because i started eating more um and after I gave birth to Ellie, I think it was like, I was like 104, which is very, very low. Cause I'm five, seven, five, eight. And that's mm-hmm. like not normal. Mm-hmm. But, um, when you give birth, like your appetite, it's hard for you to eat. Like your whole system is backed up and it, it's, right. it took me a little bit, but now I'm stuck at like 110, 111, which is really like, I normally don't weigh that much, but I'm stuck at 110, 111, but it's only been a few weeks, but, um, I am gradually starting to eat more, so I am seeing some progress, but I'm not, like, rapidly gaining, which is, obviously, it's healthier than, like, not rapidly gaining, but um, I'm still working on gaining. I don't really have, like, a goal weight. I mean, I I guess I say for, like, by the end of this year, I'd like to be at least, like, 120, but I don't want to, like, obsess over a number. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely what you definitely what you don't want to do is obsess over a number um Mm -hmm. because everybody's different because you always I mean I mean you've always been skinny though you've always been you know what I mean that's just how you're built Mm because you were even like that in like high school whatever you know what I mean so it's it's everybody's different because I have friends that are tall that are like super skinny I have friends that are tall that are a little heavier like it's just your metabolism's different your genetics are different so you you know what might be normal for you may be abnormal for somebody else but you can't compare yourself to other people even if they're the same height as you it doesn't matter their genetics are completely different and their lifestyle might be different but yeah definitely like I you know that's definitely 
you could definitely do that if you wanted to gain the weight, but don't set yourself on that number because what happens is if you don't hit that number, then you're going to feel like shitty about yourself and nobody wants to feel that. So I wouldn't like obsess over the weight, just kind of eat as you can. And then, you know, weigh yourself maybe once a week and just kind of see where you are once every two weeks and, you know, see where you're at and try to hit there. Cause it takes time. If you want to really gain that weight the right way, you want it to gradually, you don't want to gain it all at once. That's not good. Yeah. And a lot of people tell me that are like, Oh my God, like, do you eat like you need to eat more? And it's like, you guys just don't understand. Like I eat (laughs) so much food. It's just that my metabolism and like my genetics, like my dad's side of the family is so small. Like they're so skinny, they're tall and skinny. And that's just how it is. And like, no matter how much I eat, it's, it's like a balance of me not like lifting and working out. Like I get it, but no matter how much I eat, like I can't put it on. Yeah, and see, I, I know people like that, too. Like, even my dad's like that. He's super skinny. And, like, just he's always been that way. Like, some people are just like that. It's just the way you are. Like, people judge, but, I'm like, what like what what does that do them? Like, everybody's different. That's why I just don't – when I go on social media, I don't even really look at – I mean, I look at people's posts, but I don't look at, like, these, like, fitness girls and stuff because they're different, you know? And all these people have personal, personal chefs. Like, why compare yourself to people that style as you? So it's not worth it. Do you weigh yourself often? Yeah. So for my prep, um, I have to, I've been weighing myself every day. Um, but I do not recommend that for the like average population. That's not a healthy mindset. I would say like once a week, if not once every two weeks, because it's just every day that becomes an obsession and that can become very unhealthy. Um, especially with people who maybe had eating disorders or athletes, like I definitely like I've always learned in my major never to weigh yourself every day I only do it for my sh- was for my show because I had to see where I was every day so definitely don't weigh yourself every day but weigh yourself in the morning you know before you eat anything before you drink anything like first thing and keep it consistent so that's the best advice I could give you with that because you don't want to be weighing yourself in the morning one day then nighttime the next day because you're going to get two different numbers so keep that in mind that's good to know because um I have a friend and he I just had him on my podcast and he's like, I don't even, I don't even look at the scale. I don't do it. Like, I don't, I'm not going to do it. And I, I understand. I, I right like right now I haven't been really weighing myself and I'm like already like, eh, do I really want to do that? But my coach was even like, you know, she doesn't even, even when I was on prep, she didn't even almost care about my weight because I was getting so obsessed with it that she's like, you need, like, yo, chill. She's like, stop. She's like, stop worrying about it. And I was like, see, it gets stuck in your head. It's just a number. <laughs> like, it, you wouldn't know the difference if you gain a few pounds. No one's going to know. So, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely don't become obsessed with it. <laughs> Not healthy. What does your diet look like? So my diet, it's a good question. So, um, I, I used to have like plant based in my bot and like my Instagram bio. Um, but I took that out only because I don't want to like identify myself with a certain diet because I like to kind of like keep my options open, but I'm definitely, I don't, I only eat chicken. It's the only meat that I eat. I don't, I'm not a huge meat person. I never have been. Um, I won't eat red meat. Um, I don't like dairy. I really don't. I try to go for plant, like alter, plant-based alternatives as much as I can. Um, and I try to lean towards that. If there's an option, I'll take it. Like I love tofu. I get plant-based meat. I do all that stuff. Um, if there's like a vegan option at the restaurant, I'll take it. So I, I mostly gravitate towards that, but I'm open at the same time because I don't want to say, oh, I'm vegan if I'm not truly vegan, because you, you want to fully live that lifestyle. You don't want to, you know, 
give yourself a false label. So yeah, so I just eat, I eat a lot of protein. I eat a lot of fruits and vegetables. I throw vegetables in with everything. I'm a huge vet, like kale, mushrooms, peppers, onions, okra. Like I love every single mushroom. I love vegetables. Um, and then fruits, um, I'm huge into fruits, but that's mostly what my diet consists of that and like protein. I don't really eat a lot of junk. I'm not a sweets person. Um, but that's why I drink, you know, of coffee, but I don't drink like soda and all that processed stuff. So I try to keep it very into like whole foods as much as possible. Okay. Do you track macros? Yes. So I, tra- I track my macros using, um, so I use a, a macro calculator. So you can use like, if it fits your macros.com, um, Katie Hearn, who's on Instagram, she has one online. You put your information in and then it gives you your shoots out your macros and then I go on to my fitness pal and I put that in and then I'll like scan all my food you can scan it you can create your own recipes um and what else can you do you can really do anything people put stuff in so you can just kind of click it as you go but it's really easy I always put my food in the night before right before so I already have it planned out um and I have a food scale so I weigh all my food um and I have like meal prep containers so like I'll meal prep all my all my stuff but it's definitely user-friendly my fitness pal super easy to use you can go on youtube and like watch videos if you're like unsure on how to use it but definitely tracking your macros is important because you got to see how many calories you're eating but where your calories are coming from you it's not just about the number it's about like are you eating enough protein are you eating too much fat you know are you eating like a lot of carbs like you want it to kind of be balanced out so i think in that aspect for any beginner i would definitely start tracking your macros so you can kind of see like where you're at right now definitely like a good starting point that's a good point because a lot of people don't understand that they're like deficient in like vitamin D or vitamin, you know. Yeah, yeah, and whatever. My, yeah, micros too, like all your micronutrients. It's really important. Um, I know because I don't eat a lot of meat and stuff, my iron levels can be low, um, and things like that. So I try to like get that through as much as I can because you always want to get it through food first. You don't want to go through supplements. You want to try to go through food, and then if you have to go through vitamins, you can go through vitamins. But food is always number one. So. Yeah. So do you, like you just said, like you don't really take supplements. Do you take like any protein powders or anything or you just want to get it through food? Um, I did have, I do have protein powder. Um, I don't like the whey protein. I usually get like, um, plant-based protein. So, um, I'm trying to think of what brands I've used, like Vega, I think Vega one, like different ones like that. I have it. Um, I don't really normally take it. I haven't been taking it. Um, sometimes I will, um, I'll put it in like coconut milk yogurt and I'll like mix it up to kind of like not taste it. Um, but I, or I'll do that with like almond milk, like make a shake. Um, I sometimes do that, but then I take like a multivitamin and then that's about it. But I don't do any other supplements. I've never really been a supplement person. Even, even when I was prepping for my show, I wasn't take. I really don't like taking anything because that just, that's what I've always done. So I'd rather just keep it like the same. So I feel like if you take any supplement, definitely read about it before you take it though, because there's all kinds of side effects and stuff. So definitely like I don't take pre-workout did not like pre-workout I took it once and I feel like I was wearing an itchy sweater so never never again <laughs> oh my god yeah no it's it's too much I just drink coffee that's my pre-workout <laughs> yeah a lot of moms ask me like what prenatal vitamin did I take or what vitamins do I take when I was pregnant and I just told them like I I took one bottle of something and then I just felt like it wasn't even doing anything for me maybe it was but I was just like I'd rather get my all my nutrients through food so I don't even bother like recommending any vitamins anymore I just try to just eat as clean and you know fruits and vegetables as possible right 
And that's exactly how it should be because that's how I learned in my nutrition class. Like, my professor, she's always like, food comes first, always. And, like, that always has stuck in my head. I'm like, I tell people that. I'm like, food first. Supplements goes last. Like, <laughs> it's not that's not that important in the long run. So what is your advice for people who want to get into the fitness world? That's a good question. Um, I would say, like, first develop a goal, kind of know what your goal is, because you can't do anything without a goal. Know your goal. Um, You kind of have to have, like, I'm going to say a motto, but you kind of have to have, like, a philosophy, like, every, like, for you, like, you live a vegan lifestyle, so that's kind of, like, what you base, oh, I think a lot of your stuff around, like, spirit, spirit, oh, I can't say spirituality and things like that, like, I think you're really into that kind of stuff, so, like, you want to kind of have, like, a platform, like, something that your beliefs and kind of base it upon that, because, like, you don't want to, like, change who you are in the process, but if you're trying to get into the fitness world, like, you know, kind of just start out with the basics, go on Instagram, go on social media, start looking people up, getting ideas, like, figuring out what's better, because everybody's different, like, people are going to promote different things, someone's going to tell you to do one thing, another person's going to tell you to do a complete you know, the complete opposite. So kind of develop like what you believe in, like what you want to stand for, and then just start posting stuff. Like even if like five people like it, like just start posting, be like open and just be honest. I think that was like my thing. I just try to be like open. I feel like you're like that too. You just try to like post the realness, like because people post all this fake stuff and you're like, you totally see the bullshit through that message. Like it's not genuine at all. So definitely be genuine and like figure out like what your goals are and like what your what your beliefs are gonna be. Wow, that's really good advice. I was not expecting you to say that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so moving on, I want to start talking a little bit about relationships and I honestly haven't really talked about this much on my pages at all but um I just wanted to dive into it because I feel like you're the perfect person to talk about this stuff because <laughs> yeah your mindset is is awesome oh, and I know a lot of women even men can benefit from this so um Lizzie just went through a breakup recently um mm-hmm. so how are you dealing with that right now yeah so um I was in a um like a serious relationship for two and a half years um we ended things well more so it was mutual but it was more like he kind of he kind of jumped the gun he made the final decision um in like February was like right around Valentine's Day so not very good timing um but at first you know I was I did not sleep for weeks I had to like force myself to sleep like I was crying I was in class one day and literally just started crying and like this I was trying to have a conversation with someone they're like what's wrong with you like I had to walk out like I was a mess like I wasn't sleeping and I was like all over the place and I wasn't thinking and like my grades were fine like I wasn't worried about that I was still working out and eating but I just mentally like wasn't in the right place but then all this stuff happened um I came home from spring break and then um everything kind of changed where I moved back home now my classes are all online so it kind of forced me to like it, it kind of forced me to kind of like not move on but kind of deal with how I'm feeling because now I'm in a much better place I mean I have moments where I'm like sitting there and like I see something that reminds me of him and I'm like get upset but, you know, number one thing that I've, I found this on Instagram by this girl who writes poetry and, and poetry and she's like, what you have to do is like, when something like that happens, like you see like an old t-shirt of theirs, you know, look at it, face it, and then let it go. And don't let it, don't let it ease, like go into your time any longer. Like, let it go. Like, you know, like the other day I found like a shirt of his and I saw him like, all right, yeah, this is a shirt. 
and then I'm putting the shirt away. Like, recognize it and then put it away. Like, don't dwell on it. Don't sit there. Oh, I found a shirt. Oh, my God. Text all your friends. Tell your mom. You know, tell your neighbor. Like, just you have to kind of, like, learn to just kind of accept it and move on. But I feel like now I'm in a much better place and I've been kind of forced to deal with it because of, like, quarantined inside. Um, It's definitely been difficult and I have, like, weird dreams and stuff. So it kind of upsets me time to time. But I try to, like, kind of, like, put a smile on and just try to like move forward and not dwell on it. Cause you can't, if you dwell on the past, it's you're going to live in the past and you're not going to be able to move forward. So I'm, I've been much better than what I was before. That's for sure. And I have a lot of good friends and family that have helped me through, through the hard time. That's good because I, I can't even, when I went through my breakup, I think I was like 18, 19 and I was, my mindset was bad. Like, oh, I, yeah. I, same way. Yeah. <laughs> it was not good. And I was so young. And I mean, that's not young for some people. It was just a few years ago, if, if you think about it. But I was just so upset for like months and months. And it, I, it was so hard for me to let go. Like, like you said, like, you just have to like, let it go. Yep. And I, I couldn't let it go. Like, and I don't know why, because it was, it was so, it was so stupid. And I don't really want to get like into it like now because I don't want to start any drama, but like he already had another girlfriend and I was still like upset for like months instead of yep. moving on and like mm-hmm. forcing myself to just be like, okay, like this is it. And the thing is like Braden always, te- like he taught me this. He's like, if, if you can't change anything about the situation, there's not even like a reason to react to it negative because so you, you can't you can't react you can't control it so why are you dwelling on it no and that's why um I said on my podcast the other day I, I saw this quote on Instagram this guy who also does the poetry it's like him and his wife and he was like put a quote and he was like he owes you your time back and he's like do you think this is right or wrong and I to- like totally think that's BS that's not true at all because like if you still think that someone from your past owes you something you're never going to move on you're still looking for something from them and I feel like 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 you were just saying like you can't control that like what's the what's the point like you're just wasting your time you might as well just move on like you're just it's it's so unnecessary I was like I literally wrote this long comment I was like no 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 (laughs) please don't tell people that like not true (laughs) not true yeah it's 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 something that a lot of us have to go through in order to get mentally stronger and it really 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 sucks in the moment and I know if like you're going through this like and and you're still like upset and heartbroken I I get messages like this all the time like how do I move on Ashley like I'm so heartbroken like I can't go on and I understand because you imagine like your whole life with somebody and like all of a sudden they're just like bye and it's exactly and it's so 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 hard but I mean you you just have to you have no choice. What is your, what are the other options? There's no other options than to move forward and kind of accept it and face it when you have to, but don't dwell on it. You can't sit there and cry about it forever. Like got to move on at some point. <laughs> yeah. And I know this is cliche and I know everybody says this, but time definitely heals everything. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. You will, you will be upset right now, but I promise you like you are going to be so much stronger and like months coming, you're going to be like, okay, who is that guy or who is that girl? Like, I don't even care anymore. Like you're stronger and you're ready to move on. So it's like, it sucks now and you're going to cry and it's okay to cry and be upset, but you'll get over it. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. I, I definitely feel like 
it, people, everyone was saying that to me. I had one of my, one of uh, my close friends, he said that to me and he was like, oh, like time heals. And I was like, okay, like you're, you're just making this up. You're just saying this. But I'm like, now I can see what he's saying. Like, he's right. Like people say, and it's so cliche, but it's literally so true. Because only time is going to heal and you just have to, you know, over time, you're just going to start to feel better. It may take months. It may take years, but you'll get there. You know, it's, it's a progress. You can't be mad at yourself for not moving on, you know, the next day. Don't be mad at yourself. Or you have to be patient with yourself. That's definitely what I had to be. <laughs> I've tried to do. <laughs> but, yeah, definitely be patient. And, yeah, I mean, it's hard, especially when you're younger. Like you were saying, like, when you're 18, 19, you don't understand. Like, looking back, I didn't understand a damn thing. <laughs> like, any, like, this is my first, like, real relationship, but I've been, like, with other guys, maybe not, like, exclusive, but, like, with, and, like, I thought I understood that then. I did not understand a thing. Looking back, I'm like, wow, now I have better understanding, <laughs> like, way better understanding for anybody who's ever been through a breakup, like, a, like, a big breakup like this, but. Yeah, it's definitely crazy. Definitely change your viewpoint, but in a good way. I think it's definitely like a positive thing. Make a negative, turn a negative into a positive. That's what you have to do. Wow. I'm, I'm like honestly surprised on like how great like you, you are right now because God, like thinking back to me, I was just so <laughs> upset. <laughs> oh, I, so long. Yeah, I mean, I, I think too is like now that I'm out, I'm back at home in Allentown and I'm like out of the environment because he went to school with me. I feel like I'm out of that, like out of sight, out of mind. I haven't seen him in like, I don't even know when, like in a long time. Um, and I like, I just, I don't know. And the thing is too, is like, this is like a whole nother thing. I don't want to get into it too long, but like, I still love him and I'm not mad at him. Like, I'm not, I'm not mad. Like I understand. And like, he didn't cheat on me. he wasn't a liar. He wasn't a bad boyfriend. He was a great boyfriend. So I just, it's easier for me to like understand that and accept that, that he cared enough to let me go. And they would say, do you love them? Let them go. And I never understood that until now. And I'm like, it, it does, it makes sense. Like he kind of had to do this for him and for me. So I, I feel like that's why it's easier. I feel like if you're cheated on and things like that, it's much difficult because then you're angry. And when you're angry, really hard to move forward but I feel like for me I kind of just at first I was angry don't get me wrong I was angry and then I and then I was like why am I being angry like what's the point like and then now I'm kind of looking back and I'm seeing the progress I've made and I'm just trying to like you know continue to make more progress so yeah exactly because I my situation is very complicated and I'll get into this like one day maybe but it's just such a long story but basically um I what I, this is such a long story but to sum it up my ex was like mentally like taking advantage of me for on and off for like five years oh my god and he would like come in and, my, in and out of my life when he wanted to That's for cool. years like one day he'd talk to me the next day he'd go or, and he go goes for like a week or a month or two months or whatever it was and then he'd come back and then it would just be back and forth and back and forth and I was just mentally like fucked in the head oh, like it was so bad and then we got back together like another year and then he broke up with me and then I found out through a friend that he had another girlfriend. My God. But he was still like talking to me. So it was, this is why it was so hard for me to move on because I just didn't want to let it go. It, it was, was a so complicated, complicated situation. It wasn't like, for instance, um, 
not to turn around, but in my situation too, like um, I, there's still a lot of my friends that don't know my, I didn't even tell my grandparents. They don't even know because it's such a comp, it was such a complicated situation too, that it's, it's, it was hard for me to even understand it. How am I going to explain it to somebody else? Like in a situation like that, it's like so mentally taxing. Like I felt so mentally worn down because him and I were still communicating for like weeks after this. And I, and I eventually we, we've cut it off now. Um, and it's a lot better, but it's when it's this back and forth and on and off, it's like mentally, I was exhausted. Like I was prepping for my show. I wasn't sleeping. I was, go- I was literally going crazy. Like now I'm in a better place I'm in a pandemic. I'm in a better place like, <laughs> in such a bad, like I was like, my professor's like, you need a glass of wine. Like, she's like, you need to drink. Like you're not okay. I'm like, but now I'm a lot better. But yeah, it's when it, when it's like that though, and it's back and forth, that is mentally taxing on both people that's how you just best if you're ever in a situation like that just to pull the plug right there and just end it because that's why like with my ex like I'm kind of glad we we just pulled the plug because this back and forth is just so unhealthy for anybody like you you don't deserve to go through that yeah and I know a lot of girls who who put up with that and like looking back like I just I can't believe that I let it go on for so long but if you're going through that just know that there's men out there who are consistent and do not settle for that Please. Hell yeah. Like not every man is like that. And that guy too is the big thing with me is like, I feel like I've chosen, chosen, but like a lot of the guys that I've dated or like talked to, um, they have always felt victimized by anything that I say because they're so broken and it's just, it's, it's, and they have a hard time letting go. So it's that constant on and off type thing. And like, that's the thing. You don't want to be a part of that. You can't fix them. Let them figure themselves out. You know what I mean? Like remove yourself from the situation because it's going to be constant. It's going to be never ending. Like that people have, I know um, someone I know, she was on and off with a guy for like eight years, eight years. Like, do you imagine? I was like, oh no, I would have pulled the plug like year two, like eight years. Like that's just mentally not okay. Like that's a mute. That's like abuse. That's such a waste of time too. I mean, you're learning about life and yourself in the end, but like, God, that is such a waste of time. It is. And then I feel like you're going to look back and like, see, I look back and I don't have any regrets. I don't think I wasted a second of my time, but like there's people over here, like I wasted everything I had. And I'm like, that's terrible. Like I would never, I much rather be in the situation I'm in than in their situation. Yeah. Because nobody wants to have regret, especially for something you, you spent so much time on, you know, Mm -hmm. like just not okay. (laughs) Yeah. So what advice do you have for people who are going through a breakup right now? Hmm. Um, keep yourself busy. That's, that's an obvious one. Um, keep yourself busy. Um, you know, do what you have to do. So I know some girls, like, they have to block their number. They have to unfollow them. They have to, like, you know, burn all their clothes. Like, do whatever you have to do. For me, that's not what I did because that would just kind of make me angry. So I'm not that's not my method, but for some people that might be helpful, um, you know, stay off social media or like just stay off their account. You know, don't read, don't read too many like things online because then you're going to be thinking, Googling different things. You'll be thinking too many different things. Um, you know, find a friend or like a family member you can trust and you can talk to, or like if you need to go to a therapist or somebody to talk to somebody like that. Um, and kind of, yeah, just keep your time busy and just journal, definitely journal, like do journals and stuff like that. But that's definitely like, you know, you don't want to 
ignore what's happening, but you also can't let it consume you. Like take a few days to kind of cry, let it out, but like don't, you can't mope around forever because you're just going to feel like really crappy about yourself. When I went through my breakup, the thing that I did wrong was I literally just stayed in my room and cried and cried oh. and cried and like did I didn't do anything I didn't go anywhere like I didn't want to talk to anybody about it I kind of just like went through it myself I didn't have any friends like that wanted to talk about it because they didn't really know the situation like I wouldn't really talk about it because like it just hurt me so bad to even just think about it or talk about it with anybody and I look stupid because I was like I look like an idiot like a clown for like these many years going on and off and like I just didn't want anybody to know and I just kind of like got through it myself but like that's the thing that I did wrong is like I didn't keep myself busy I was just in bed like just crying for so long and like I regret that so much because I mean I don't regret that because it definitely made me stronger mentally like now like oh yeah definitely anything like that will but yeah no I mean I think I mean, honestly, like, I just recently had a few people text me in the last few weeks that few, in the last week that read my, um, listened to my podcast and was like, oh, I didn't know, like, you and your ex broke up. And they're like, oh, I didn't know. And I was like, oh, they're like, oh, I feel so bad. I'm like, why do you feel bad? I was like, I just didn't want to be, I told the people that were around me at school, like my roommates and my close friends you know, classmates, but, like, I, there's a lot of people I didn't tell either, because there's some people don't, still don't even know, like, they might know now, but I didn't directly tell them, because mm-hmm. why do you have to, you don't have to tell everybody, and there's, there's some people are going to tell, and they're not going to understand, they're just going to judge you, they're going to have some opinion, it's, like, I had one friend that, like, she tried helping me, and everything she said just made me feel worse, and I think she was, like, trying to compare my situation with, a situation she went through which is not the same thing and I was just like it's just so frustrating so I feel like like you have to find the right people to confide in because not everyone and that's who you realize who your true friends are because I had some people who I thought were like really good friends of mine and now I'm kind of looking back and I'm like maybe they're really not good friends because they weren't even they didn't even realize that something was off with me and I didn't even talk to them for two months and I'm like you didn't really figure that out like so people just don't care so it takes things like this to kind of realize that I think for sure like who your real friends are exactly and and honestly like I didn't even like think about venting to friends or anybody because at the end of the day they don't know every circumstance of what you went through and they never will they never will know your relationship with that person and their advice is going to be like okay but they just can't give you full-on advice because they weren't there for your whole relationship they don't know yeah anything honestly no definitely and I feel like too like when I was dating while I was dating my ex I didn't really talk about him that much to my friends because I like to keep my relationship private and I had a few friends that were like they'd be like oh well you never talk about him and I'm like what like I think that's one thing I definitely don't well, I don't regret the relationship, but I definitely don't regret not telling people my business because I feel like things would have been, like, people would have been throwing their opinions out there. Like you said, the only people that really understand are the people that were in it. So I feel like that was the one thing I did right for sure because um, you don't need everyone's opinion. And some people are going to tell you things you don't want to hear, and some people are just going to be, like, totally off, and you're going to be like, what the hell? Why did you say that? So definitely, but... Exactly. I I didn't tell anybody about my last relationship either. Like nothing. Like even my closest friends, like they wouldn't even, like they knew not to talk about him because it was such like a 
a touchy thing for me to even like bring up or talk about because I was just so invested in this person and like if I heard one wrong thing about it or like what he did behind my back or anything like it would just break me because that's how how like young and dumb I was but like they I wouldn't tell them anything like if he came back into my life because I said like he was on and out like in and out all the time if he came back in like I would never tell anybody like I wouldn't tell anybody like when we saw each other like how long and like if he was out and in like nobody knew and um I like it that way because you don't get questions all the time because a lot of friends are like really nosy they love the drama so oh a funny story for you about that one actually so um I, I knew somebody when I was dating my ex, like they were like fishing around with my other friends asking questions. And the funny thing is they never directly texted me and asked me. And I was like, and at that point I was kind of like, that just shows what kind of person you are. Even if they thought I didn't want to talk about it. Cause I'm the same way. Like, you know what? I don't want to talk about something. So you won't bring it up. But like, they didn't even, they didn't even text me and say, Hey, if you need anything, I'm here. Like, and my friend literally told them what happened and they, but they were fishing around. People just want to know your business. Like they don't actually care. They just want to ask and know and be like, Ooh, like, Oh, interesting. And then just like kind of leave it at that. I don't know. I just think it's so rude when people are like that. And then when you're dating them, they want, they didn't care. And now all of a sudden that you're breaking up, they just want to hear all the drama. So it's just interesting how that works. You kind of definitely realize what people like what people actually care who who actually cares but yeah interesting yeah. you'll be surprised on like how many people hit you up like after like when you're going through a breakup or like your instagram looks different or your facebook status has changed like yeah people like hit you up out of nowhere and they're just like hey like what's up are you okay or like just like trying to come back into your life just to know oh definitely happened um, and people just and that's the thing and then you don't have to keep telling the story over and over again and like you said they may not even understand what was going on. So, like, to have to re-explain it is just so exhausting that, like, at this point, if anyone asks me, I kind of just, like, we just kind of want our own ways, which is the truth. Like, I don't have to sit here and explain every detail. I could barely explain it myself. So, it's just, I think it just, like, kind of, it's, like, I don't want to say traumatizing, but it kind of is. Every time you have to keep talking about it, it's just the same thing and it's like like I was listening to this podcast it's like girls gotta eat and they have like the funniest podcast or two comedians and the one girl was saying how like she was talking to this guy about her ex and she was telling a story and he literally stopped her midway and he's like why are you talking about this and she's like what do you mean he goes does how does this serve you and she's like it doesn't he's like well then stop talking about it and I was like it's true like how does it serve you keep talking about your ex like how does it how you know what I mean like it doesn't do anything for you just puts you in the past you might as well just kind of say this is what happened and this is what I'm doing now to move forward so I feel like that was like really meaningful like to me now I'm like just when I think about it I'm like how does this serve me and if it doesn't then I just drop the conversation and kind of move forward so that's a good way to look at it I feel like <laughs> yeah ex- exactly you you go back to the situation you kind of like relive it in your head and it brings you back into a place like you just don't want to be in Yep. So just try to just like forget about it. Yeah, <laughs> like don't try. like ignore try. it. Don't ignore it, but like don't dwell on it. No, exactly, exactly. Um, but you don't have to tell anybody why you broke up. I mean, it's nobody's business. And I I hate when girls just try to be nosy. Just if you are going through a breakup right now, and somebody that's not really your friend, and you know that they don't care about you, ask why you guys broke up. Just tell them like, I don't really want to talk about it. I don't have to tell you. you yeah, know. exactly. Leave it at that. <laughs> that that says everything. 
because mm-hmm. you don't want to keep yeah that's not you don't have to keep talking about it, especially people that are going to make you feel shitty so i feel like it's not even worth your time or energy at that point mm-hmm. yeah another thing i wanted to talk about quick was um like journaling because i really really wish i i was into journaling when i went through my breakup but um i had like some sort of issue with my mom and my friend told me she was like write a letter to your mom and burn mm-hmm. it and I didn't burn it because like I didn't really know how like I didn't want to like set anything on fire so I just wrote her a letter like about how I was feeling like kind of like the unfinished business like the closure that I needed like to say on my part mm-hmm. um, because I know I was never going to get it from her I am never going to get it from her but I just wrote the letter and I like ripped it up and threw it away and honestly like my life has is changed like drastically ever since like I feel like it's out of my body like I don't think about the situation anymore I don't think about my past like it's just gone yeah I've heard a lot of people say they do that um that's been really helpful even with like friendships or whatever but your journaling definitely helps um I feel like even if you get like the app on your phone or the notes or you just get like an actual journal and just write in it I feel like it's definitely helpful especially even if you just do it like once in a while just do it when you're feeling it you don't have to do it every single day you don't have to pressure yourself but when you're feeling like in that like you're having a low moment or something you know to write it out but I definitely think it's good too to do the letter and like kind of address it to them as if you were going to send that to them because then kind of you can kind of put everything out and just feel like you get it off your chest because what happens it builds up and then never never truly move on because it's like you're constantly thinking about it but it's definitely one of the like top things i think someone should do is journal 100 percent. yeah especially to like an ex-boyfriend like i never even thought about doing that but like most relationships nowadays you never get closure it's just like by like it's it sucks my thing too um about that is like I definitely agree because I feel like a lot of people don't get closure but I'm also realizing too is do you want closure or do you still have some kind of like hope or some kind of you know faith that you're going to be able to like you want you know that things are going to work out you know because I feel like people like girls like I want closure I want closure but do you actually are you really prepared for what they're going to say because it may not be what you want to hear so I feel like that's why I was like at first I was like because when my ex and I broke up everything was over text message so everything was over text in the phone we did not say anything in person um there's personal reasons why we didn't do it in person I feel like we both were kind of very angry and I just feel like it wouldn't have been a good idea um but I still was there was for a while I was like why well, didn't get any closure why didn't get any closure and I'm like but what is there to say like what is there you know what I mean I'm just gonna cry and he's just gonna cry and it's just gonna be upsetting and you know what like it sucks but like you just have to accept it like for what it is and stop looking because if you're still looking for closure then you're then you're still you're still like holding that person to something like you're still holding them accountable for something. So I feel like you kind of have to accept the way and understand sometimes it does end in shitty ways. Like some girls get cheated on, but I'm like, do you really need closure then? He cheated on you. Like, you know, you know what I mean? Like that's your closure. He's an asshole. Like, but in some cases it does, it, it does suck. But I think I'm starting to realize why closure is not as important as I thought it is. Cause you kind of have to make your own closure with yourself. I think that's more important. 
Yes, I can agree with that because I had a lot of times in my past relationship where I'm like, I'm not talking about this over text. Like, we got to talk about it in person. And then that would just lead for us to get back together because we would just be like with each other. I'm like, man, do we really want to be without each other? Like, are we really going to break up? Yep. And mm-hmm. and then it would just it'd be like a never ending cycle of that. Like, yep. It's a, it's, a, it's a vicious cycle. It's a vicious cycle. And I feel like, yeah, exactly. When you're together in person, you're like, oh, do I really, do I really want to do this? And then just fall back into the normal ways and back back into the pattern again so yeah I definitely think you have to kind of and if you do get closure I think it needs to be down the road it can't it has to be when you both are in a better mental place because otherwise that's how it's going to happen you're just going to fall back in because if you're not fully moved on you're just going to go right back to each other so I think you need time for sure yeah but sometimes like uh, and also like you just said, like, sometimes you just need to do closure on your own, because, I mean, I never got closure, Braden never got closure from his past relationship, like, you have to just be okay with just moving on, like, things, things end, like, it's, yep. it's life, like, yes, we pictured our life with somebody, like, for the rest of our lives, and, and now it's just over with, but, like, things happen, and there's nothing you can do about it, and, like, sometimes closure, like you said, just doesn't make sense. Right, and sometimes it's going to make you more upset, and then I feel like you're just going to overthink everything, and you know how girls are, they hold, they're like, oh, maybe we'll get back together, even if they they don't say that, they might still think that, and a small percentage, and that's all it's going to take is to get you upset, and then you're just going to be starting all over again, so I feel like, yeah, I feel like in some cases, it depends on the situation, but I feel like the most cases, you're just better off kind of giving yourself that closure and maybe writing a letter or doing what you have to do just kind of like move on on your own because you're by yourself now you can't rely on the other person for what you need you have to do it you know on your own so yeah Yeah. a learning experience (laughs) yeah what did your past relationship teach you Hmm. oh a lot of things I would be here for like three hours (laughs) um but definitely that I think the main thing is um to think before you speak because I think a lot of times we say things we don't mean and I think like in my past relationship and in any relationship I've said a lot of things I didn't mean and um specifically in my recent relationship I feel like I did hurt the person and I think I was a little bit verbally abusive to be completely honest so I feel like um you know there are a lot of things that I did wrong that I'm working on and I feel like you really have to control yourself and you know what ticks that other person and you know what upsets them. So you need to take that in consideration because you are with that other person. You're not just by yourself. Um, the other thing is too, is like, it's important to communicate, but not only to communicate, but to also understand each other. And even if you can't agree, agree to disagree because you're always going to have, you know, disagreements and the other thing I'd say is like always make sure you spend enough time together because I know when I got further in my relationship and I got busy and he got busy we weren't spending as much quality time together as we should have been and I'd be on my phone like texting or on Instagram and like wasn't really giving him the time that he deserved and I feel like that's really important that you're like aware of your surroundings and like in you know in tune with the person that you're with so I think those are like the main things that I would definitely not saying I'd go back and change them but I definitely actually I definitely would go back and change them but it's a learning experience so I kind of had to make those mistakes to you know to sit here and be able to talk about them so yeah it's funny that you said that because 
that is something that I still struggle with, like, thinking before I talk, because sometimes, like, I mean, from my past relationship, like, it was just when we argued, well, we argued, like, all the time, Mm -hmm. and I would always feel like my, my feelings were invalid, but. Oh my god, stop, same. (laughs) It it was, it was so bad, and then when I got into a relationship with Brayden, like, I was just such a bitch because that's just what I was used to being like always in defense mode, like always like just rude and like just an attitude. And, Mm -hmm. and Brayden really checked me. He's like, what's wrong with you? Like, why are you acting (laughs) like this? Like, there's no reason for you to be like rude, like mean to me. Like, I'm not trying to like fight with you all the time. And it really like going through one relationship could like really change you like in a negative way. And there's still some things that I'm working on and it's been years and it's really hard because sometimes I I, like let my emotions get the best of me. And I do like not think before I speak and I will hurt Brayden and like, and I, it's, it's really hard when you're so used to being with somebody and then you go to be with somebody else and they're like completely different and like, you just have to take a step back and like chill out. Um, Right. Or you're so used to being by yourself then you go into a relationship and then you're just so used to saying whatever you want that you're like, wait, I can't do that anymore. Not that you can't speak your mind, but you have to like be understanding of the other person. But definitely, it's definitely, yeah, I definitely can relate to that. It's definitely important though that you, you know, take a, take a deep breath before you say anything or, you know, if you do say something that's offensive or rude, you know, apologize or give that person time to like cool off because sometimes that person's going to need some space after what you just said. You can't just expect them to be like, Oh, it's fine. Like just forget it. Some people are a little bit more sensitive. So you have to be understanding of that as well. But yeah. yeah. Um, And the other thing I was going to say is too, is like, I think it's also important in relationship. The one thing that I can say that never happened to me is that I never lost who I was. I never lost who I was. Maybe that's part of the reason why it ended, but I was always very strong, like put my foot down. I always spoke my opinion. I, he always respected my space. He always respected my time and what I needed. And I think it's important because I see a lot of my friends with these guys and they just take up all their time. They don't let them do anything they want to do. It's always about them. So I think that was the one thing that was we were we were to get codependent but we were so independent at the same time and I think that's important in any relationship that you can still have your own thing in your own life I have some stories about that like (laughs) I have I've had friends who oh my god and it's 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 okay okay but this is just I've had friends who their boyfriend is like trying to be like them like they don't have their own opinion they literally disagree with everything that she says like like it was (laughs) (laughs) me and Brayden were with um we weren't together at this point but it was a few years ago and we went to New York with one of our friends and she brought a guy and they weren't together yet but they were talking and he was just trying so hard to impress her, but he's really like one of those guys that like she'll order something from a restaurant. He's like, I'll have the same thing. Oh my God. And then they're like, you don't want onions or ketchup either. He's like, nope. I'm like, wait, what's going on? And like, it just kept on like happening. Like he kept on act like trying to be like no opinions, like just agreeing with everything. I don't like that. I could never do that. Oh my God. It was so weird. I could never do that. That would drive me crazy. I'd be like, please leave me alone. And like just stop. <laughs> Your own person. What's wrong with you? 
that's insane I'll have what she's having yeah you literally like, and like on. just like not even acting like yourself like it's like you're dating yourself because you're talking to somebody who just agrees with you and everything I I think I would go nuts I'd it was go- was weird I don't know how people deal with that. I I truly don't. Um, but they're not together anymore, so yeah, that explains that. <laughs> That's right there. Oh my god. Okay, moving on. Um. So this is very interesting to me because I haven't really met another person who has the same views, kind of. But um, do you just want to talk a little bit about birth control? Oh and, yeah. And like what your views are on that? Yes. Yeah, so I am not on it i've never been on it i don't plan on ever going on it i will not go on it um but no i my i originally was gonna be doing a thesis for um grad school but now i can't do that anymore because of what's going on but um it was focusing on the menstrual cycle and i have a book about it i've read a lot of different things about it a lot of my research over the summer was about it um but specifically um i just I just don't like birth control. I just don't, I just am not a fan. I think there's a lot of other methods that are just as effective. I think there's a lot of negatives. There's a lot of, you know, drawbacks to it. Girls don't take it the right way. So it's not even effective. Um, I've seen so many girls have like depression and anxiety um, and all this stuff from being on it. And then when they go off of it, they have the same thing um, going on. I just feel like people, take it like it's candy like they don't understand what it is like I have friends that are asking me questions I'm like dude you don't know this your doctor didn't go over this like they just want to push the pharmaceuticals on people and I think it's just I just don't I just I'm not saying I'm anti-birth control but I'm just not I'm just just not a fan like I and I and I've had like my gynecologist be like oh do you want to go on it and I'm like no I'm like I'm not interested I'm sorry like and you can't push somebody to change their mind on that that's what you believe and that's what you believe in but yeah I'm guessing you agree with that (laughs) yeah so I went to the doctor like I would oh my god probably 2015 Uh and I told her that I had anxiety and she didn't even like she didn't even listen to me like she was just like okay like I'm gonna prescribe you Zoloft because you have a you have a lot of stress because of your work and school life balance and I literally told her that I didn't know what my anxiety was. It was situational. And she's like, okay, you have like a really bad um, work and school life balance. I didn't say anything about that. I was just like, what? no, I don't. Like, I, I, I don't have that. I, I'm fine with working and going to school. I don't understand. Like, she just came up with something just to prescribe me like Zoloft, which is like a pill for. Yeah, I, I'm familiar with it. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. And then she was like, okay, well, I guess you have to take birth control as well. And I'm like, um, all right, whatever. And I didn't know anything about this. Like, I was just like, all right, just listening to my doctor. Like, I was just one of those. Right, like, right. And then I went on both of them at the same time, like a birth control pill and mm-hmm. Zoloft. And Zoloft. my life, like, I I wasn't having, like, suicidal thoughts, but I was having, like, bad thoughts. Like, I was just so depressed. I could not – I was just crying randomly for no reason. Yeah. Like, just mm-hmm. crying, like, upset, like, sad. Like, I didn't want to do anything. I was just in bed, like, just crying, like, just – miserable and that ruined my life so I was like you know what I'm quitting both of these cold turkey which please don't do that like wean yourself off of of Zoloft like I did right. cold turkey and my body was withdrawing so bad oh my god it's terrible um, yeah so that's why like I'm never taking birth control again like it it ruined me and I just feel like too is like 
um, when I was reading this book, it's, ca it's called Beyond the Pill. Um, she talks about how people will say they'll go to their doctor and they'll be like, oh, I have anxiety, I'm this, so I have this, or I have a pimple, like birth control, birth control, birth control. They don't ask you how it happened, how long it's been happening. They just immediately assume that you need to go on birth control. And that's not the answer. There's a, And what happens is when these girls go on birth control, it masks what's really going on. So they're on it for so long. And then when they go off of it, they get those symptoms back again. It might even be 10 times worse. So you, it's like just a temp, it's like a bandage. It's just a temporary, it's just a temporary fix to a, you know, could be a bigger problem. But I just... I just, I don't know. I just don't like it. I'm just not a fan. And people are like, how do you like, like there's other methods to not getting pregnant. <laughs> like just don't be an idiot, you know? Like it's just, I just feel like it's not worth it in my opinion. And that's just what I believe in. Yeah. Some girls take it to gain weight or lose weight or whatever, have less cramps for their period. Like I just, I just don't know. I, I, I can't do it. No, me either. And I'm like, I know some people that have like actual menstrual abnormalities. They have things that are legitimate, but I know some people that are also on it that literally have no reason to be on it. And that's what worries me because you have no reason and you're just on it. Then like, what's the purpose? There's no purpose. So I think you just have to be educated and definitely read upon it because what your doctor is going to tell you may not necessarily be the whole story or they may not, they may look at it from a different perspective like push pharmaceuticals basically <laughs> yeah all right moving on to like completely different topic <laughs> i had to just throw that in there because no, it's a good really, question yeah i really wanted you to talk about that because i know that you have a great view on that and i know that some girls just don't even think twice about it they're just like okay i need birth control right like oh i just need it like they're craving it <laughs> um okay so what do you make time for each day Oh, I would say, well, obviously to work out, but I'd say like really simple things. Like I wake up in the morning, they make my bed every single day and like have my cup of coffee and like I'll watch the news or watch TV, just like time for myself and like time to like, just like, you know, even if it's just like watching a YouTube video or doing something just for myself, like make sure you do what you you know, what you want to do, like, you know, put yourself first, like, just little things like that, that, you know, make you happy, like having a cup of coffee, or like, you know, making your bed, which makes you feel like you have an actual routine when you have no routine, <laughs> but just like basic things like that, yeah. Um, what are your 2020 goals? Hmm, that's a good question. Um, to kind of work on myself, and evaluate like not evaluate but like you know look at my past relationships and stuff and kind of look at what I need to do to like make myself a better person um and to focus on my career goals and you know figure out where I want to do with my future and hopefully get something in research some some kind of job where I can like educate other people on the things that I'm interested in and kind of just grow as a person I mean you know we're in our 20s we're young we have all this life ahead of us you know do you know, do whatever we want to do. And if we fail, we fail, but it's all learning experience. You tell me you're like 40 years old. Like you already have, like you say <laughs> that you need to work on yourself, but honestly, like you just seem like you have it all figured out. I definitely don't, but thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. I'm glad someone thinks that. <laughs> okay. What is your dream job? Oh, what is my dream job? That's a good question. 
Um, I don't know. My one professor, I literally wish I was her. She's, she's a professor. She is a mom. She, um, she works out all the time. She teaches like nutrition stuff. She works with athletes and like gives nutrition plans. She does like online courses. She's on a bunch of like different boards and committees. Like just like the reason why I want to be her basically is because she's so three-dimensional. Like, I don't want to be just doing one thing. I want to be doing a bunch of things. Um, specifically, like, you know, having to do with like health and fitness and nutrition. Um, I am in a research, so, like maybe something in there, kind of wherever opportunity finds me. Um, but definitely in the health, like sciences field, for sure. Awesome. Um, now, if somebody wants to, if somebody needs a coach, would you coach them online? like for like health and like fitness stuff yeah yeah I could, I could coach them I can give them like workouts and stuff I'm actually going to try to get my personal training certification so I could like give out like actual like workout plans and stuff yeah but I could definitely help people and like give them like some advice and stuff I like to help people so <laughs> I don't mind I don't mind any questions I know you freaking I ask her so I ask you so many questions this it's past fine, year <laughs> I like helping and kind of like teaches me more too because it helps to talk to different people so you know you teach me I teach you you know it's what we all need <laughs> okay so I ask everybody this question okay so you're sitting down in the future and you're like damn I made it what do you see around you where are you what is your dream life Huh. Good question. Um, well, okay. So I would see myself living somewhere like whether it's in PA or like wherever somewhere like just like in a nice house or apartment and, um, like having a good job, but also having a good relationship, not only like, um, like a romantic partner, but like friends and, you know, family surrounded me. Um, that's really it. That's all I see. Like, I'm not picky. Like, just, you know, a place to live, roof over my head, significant other, you know, family and friends. That's all I need. The rest will follow. <laughs> I also ask everybody this question. Mm-hmm. What do you love about yourself? It's hmm. a good question. Um, I'd say my ability to, like, be so resilient I would say because I feel like I let like I'd only let things hold me back for like the moment and I'm very good at kind of moving forward um specifically like when my breakup was going on I still went to the gym I still ate I didn't have one cheat meal like I was very like I need to pick myself back up like I wasn't sitting there eating ice cream like I'm very resilient like I just kind of bounce back and I think it's all about how you bounce back so definitely a key to life <laughs> after everything that's going on. <laughs> okay. Now is your time. Promote yourself, plug your Instagram, say whatever you feel called to say. <laughs> yeah. So you can follow me on Instagram. Um, you'll probably post this so they can check my account, but Liz be fit. And then I started my own podcast inspired by Ashley. It's Liz be fit talk shit. <laughs> so you can, I'll follow my podcast on Spotify. Um, you can DM me if you have any questions, um, if it's relationship questions or health and fitness questions or even nutrition questions, I can try and help you. Um, and I would just say, you know, like I said, if you're going through a hard time or a breakup or whatever, try journaling. 
um, you know, don't dwell on things too much. Um, nothing's, everything's temporary. Um, and you know, your feelings will pass. Um, and if you're looking to get in health and fitness and you're kind of like nervous, like just realize that like baby steps, you know, take your time. It's, you know, it's a process and it's a learning process to like be confident with yourself. It's not going to happen overnight and results aren't going to happen overnight, but I promise you hard work will pay off. So yeah, it was good talking with you though. Thank you so much. You, I really want to have you back on. I, yeah, Honestly. I'll talk on. I'll come on as many times as you want me to. <laughs> I have nothing else to do. <laughs> I love your podcast, and I can't wait for more episodes. Yeah, I want you to come on too. I want you to come on my podcast. So oh my god, talk so this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. um, I'll have everything linked in the show notes. I'll have her podcast. I'll have her Instagram. Anything, guys, go show her some love. She's amazing. You, I mean, you heard everything she said. Like, wow. Like, I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> you're so awesome and i'm i'm so, so glad are you, that you though. thank so you. Are you you're a great mom and you're balancing everything so well giving me the pops i can only i know it's hard but you're like killing it and you have all these followers like you have a like, platform like come on thank you thank you so much you're welcome thank all right you guys me. of course i'll see you guys in the next episode